Hi, you're listening to the House Call Doctor's Quick and Dirty Tips for Taking Charge of Your Health, and I'm your host, Dr. Majd. Our hands are so important to everyday life. We write, eat, work, hold our children, and even talk with our hands. We generally take them for granted until something happens and we're no longer able to use them as we did before. By far, the most common ailment affecting my patient's hands is carpal tunnel syndrome, which causes tingling and numbness in the fingers. It's quite common and can affect anyone at any age, but tends to occur a little more in women and in those who are overweight. Most of the time, it is triggered by our daily routine activities. Since it's such a common medical issue, I'd like to give you some tips on its causes, symptoms, and treatments. But before I go on, just a short word from our sponsor that makes this podcast possible. Did you know that you can hear all the quick and dirty tips while on the go with Stitcher Smart Radio? With Stitcher's free app for mobile phones, you can get the latest episodes from every expert. And when you download Stitcher to hear quick and dirty tips, you have a chance to win some money. Find Stitcher in the App Store or at www.stitcher.com QDT. Download the app and then during registration, hit the promo code box and enter QDT to be automatically entered to win $100. That's Stitcher Smart Radio. So what is carpal tunnel syndrome? Well, there's a band of tissues encircling our wrists that includes ligaments and tendons. Then there's a nerve that runs through this band of tissues called the median nerve. The median nerve feeds the sensation on our first three and a half fingers, starting with the thumb. It does not affect our pinky finger. When this band becomes inflamed and thickened, it compresses the median nerve and we start to experience tingling and numbness in those fingers. Initially, symptoms of tingling and numbness typically occur in the middle of the night, but if left untreated, they can progress into the daytime as well. When severe and chronic enough, some patients start to get weakness in the entire hand. They may no longer be able to open jars, and they drop objects held in the affected hand. As the severity progresses, the hand loses functioning, and that's why carpal tunnel is so important. So who gets carpal tunnel syndrome? Well, any repetitive movements or prolonged inflammation of the wrist can cause carpal tunnel. For instance, carpal tunnel is very common in those who work with their hands. I see this commonly in my patients who do a lot of typing, construction, or carpentry. In addition, those with hobbies requiring fine motor skills of the hands, such as beading or knitting, can also develop carpal tunnel. Pregnant women commonly get it as well, since the increase in fluid retention and the wrist can also compress the nerve. So how is it diagnosed? Well, if you're experiencing symptoms of carpal tunnel, your doctor will perform an exam to confirm it. This will involve holding your hands in certain positions, and typically this is sufficient. Sometimes a special test called a nerve conduction study is also performed. During this test, special probes are placed on your arm and your nerves will be tested individually to confirm that indeed it is the median nerve causing all the chaos. So for most people, some simple measures are sufficient to help alleviate carpal tunnel syndrome once it's diagnosed. Here are five quick and dirty tips to halt your carpal tunnel syndrome in its tracks. Number one, use a splint. A wrist splint designed for carpal tunnel syndrome that can often be found in drug stores and sporting goods stores or prescribed by your doctor is often the first line of defense. The splint keeps the wrist in a straight and neutral position. This is an important part of the healing process for the inflamed band surrounding the median nerve since bending the wrist compresses the wrist and inflames the nerve. I tell my patients to wear this for at least a month in order to give your wrist a break, and even at bedtime when symptoms are often worse. 
Number two, rest your wrist. Try to refrain from sleeping on your forearm and wrist or engaging in the repetitive activities that initially caused your symptoms. If you beat or knit, for instance, give it a break for a couple of months. If you need to type for work, ask your human resources department to evaluate your workstation and make sure you're using it properly. Number three, anti-inflammatories. Your doctor may prescribe a course of anti-inflammatories such as ibuprofen to help calm down the nerve for a specified time period. It can also help with the pain and swelling. Please be aware that people who have stomach ulcers or take blood thinners can't take anti-inflammatories. So please ask your doctor if it's okay for you to take these. Number four, physical therapy. If steps one to three aren't working, your doctor may suggest physical or occupational therapy. Number five, cortisone injections. Sometimes a cortisone injection can help alleviate carpal tunnel symptoms. That's because cortisone is another type of an anti-inflammatory that will actually decrease inflammation, swelling, and pain. And lastly, surgery. Surgery isn't right for everyone. In fact, it's usually the last resort if all of the above measures fail. But once your symptoms are so severe that nothing else is working, it may be time to consider surgery. The surgeon will cut the thick band around the wrist, thereby relieving the pressure on the median nerve. Most people require some physical therapy or certain exercises to do at home after the procedure. So don't forget to join the House Call Doctors Facebook and Twitter pages where you can read my health-related tips and ask me your own medical questions. Please note that all content here is strictly for informational purposes only. It does not substitute any medical advice and does not replace any medical judgment or reasoning by your own personal health provider. Please always seek a licensed physician in your area regarding all health-related questions and issues. If you want to raise a happy dog who loves to play and cuddle, but still comes when called and doesn't chew up your favorite shoes, you need Yolanta Pennell's The Dog Trainer's Complete Guide to a Happy, Well-Behaved Pet. Whether you've just welcomed a new puppy into your life or you're facing some struggles with an already beloved family member, Yolanta has sound advice on everything from reading your dog's body language to house training them for good. Available wherever books are sold. Well, thanks for listening to the House Call Doctor's quick and dirty tips for taking charge of your health. If you have any suggestions for future topics, you can email me at housecalldoctor at quickanddirtytips.com. Hope you have a healthy week.